Today is the 8th of January 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to pray together, read scripture together, come to terms of what it means to be a disciple of Christ together, as we have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you are joining us for the first time, let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Having been through the Bible from cover to cover last year, we're going to change our format somewhat. And so we're going back to our original format this year of a thought for the day alongside our Bible readings. And this year we're going to be following a version of the Navigator's 5 by 5 New Testament reading plan, which focuses on, as you guessed it, the New Testament. So let's start today's leg of walking the way. And let's begin with our opening prayer, shall we? Let's pray. Our God, our resurrection and life. The promise of your new life in Christ is like a breath of fresh air in a dry and thirsty land. We have gathered as believers and as those who are honestly seeking the truth. So guide our time together. Our God who makes all things new, speak to us as whole people today. May your truth touch not just our intellects, but also our deeper yearnings of heart and soul. We bring with us our daily concerns, as well as our more eternal questions. May your new creation in us shed light upon our everyday walk. O God, who fed the multitudes with but a few loaves and some fish, feed us now with the abundance of what you freely offer, that we might overflow with your goodness right where we live. All of this we pray in the name of, and because of, Jesus our Christ. Amen. Ephesians 5 verses 1 and 2 Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. What does it mean to be a disciple of Christ? a follower of the way, as the early Christians were called. Paul describes it as walking the way of love and giving of ourselves in the same way that Jesus loved us and gave himself for us. So we're called to sacrificial living, even if that means that we have to give up our lives. In the 3rd century, a major plague broke out across the Roman Empire. It was known as the Plague of Cyprian, and it really nearly destroyed the empire. It was called the Plague of Cyprian because Cyprian, Bishop of Carthage, recorded it for posterity. And it was so bad that for Christians, it became almost like revelation and they really did think the end of the world had come upon them. The rich abandoned the cities and it seemed that Roman society was coming to an end. Corpse piled up in the streets, the sick were left to fend for themselves. There were riots in the streets for food but it was Christians who stepped into the gap. They fed the poor, they tended the sick, they buried the dead, they got sick and they died in the process. They gave their lives willingly for those they did not know. Those whom they helped were so amazed by the love and generosity shown by Christians that they started to ask why those whom the empire hated gave their lives in the service of others. The answer is simple because Jesus loved them enough to sacrifice himself for them, they were giving themselves for others. 
It's a powerful account, but it's left me thinking about how we live our lives. And the question I want us to think about today is, as we go about our lives today, how are we walking in the footsteps of Jesus and living our lives sacrificially, like those early Christians? And how are we giving of ourselves in ways that point to the love of Jesus? We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's Bible readings, we continue with Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning. Father, as we read scripture this morning, we read about your son, Jesus. I ask, Lord, that his words become our life, that we can put into practice everything he says, so that people have no option but to ask, what is it that makes these people special? I ask this in his name. Amen. Matthew 6 Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with a trumpet, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets, to be honoured by others. 
Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep babbling on like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of all their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we have also forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that it may not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father who is unseen. And your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness, if then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either you'll hate the one and love the other, or you'll be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is life not more than food, and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds in the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of this field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all of these things will be given to you as well. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day 
has enough trouble of its own. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after music, we're going to pray for Kevin, and then we're going to say our prayers for the day. Before we say our prayers, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels. Check the show notes for all the contact details, because there are links in the show notes, including a link to our new voice message service. So if you'd like to phone us and drop us a line, that would be amazing. But we've been asked to pray for Kevin today. Kevin has served in the military for many, many, many years and is now dying of cancer. So let's pray for Kevin quickly, and then we're going to say our prayer for today. Father, death is so evil. It strips and lays bare everything that we hope for, all our dreams. And we are grateful and thankful that for us, a people of faith, that death is but a door and that death will be conquered. Lord, we remember Kevin this morning. We thank you for his years of service. We pray for his family. We pray for his wife, Carol, and his children, that they would know your comfort and peace in this difficult time. And Father, we pray for peace for Kevin as well, as he faces the great unknown, that his knowledge of you would carry him through, safely to the other side, into your arms. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. We say our prayer for today. Loving Lord, we are the body of Christ, and we are the church of God. And as you told us in your word, We are facing increasing difficulties in our lives today, with much animosity towards your things. 
But Father, we know that our help is in you alone, for you alone are the rock upon which we stand, and you are the hope of our salvation. Keep our hearts focused on you, I pray, and our eyes fixed on our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Help us, Lord, to remain strong in the faith with our hearts focused on the truth of your word. Keep us strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, that we may put on the whole armour of God as we face an increasingly hostile world. For, Lord, only as we remain in you, and our hearts are centred upon the Lord Jesus, will we gain victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. Lord, we praise you that Christ won the spiritual victory on the cross. So keep your church ever focused on that truth, and help us never to forget that what we suffer today is nothing compared with the glory that will soon be revealed to us. We ask this in his name. Amen. And we say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers and the music. If you'd like to partner with Walking the Way, please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. Or for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn, by the way. We're also on LinkedIn. You can also listen to us on TuneIn, YouTube and Spotify. My name is Ray. And so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way.